2: So much has happened since I last saw
3: you. I lost my hammer, like yesterday, so that's
4: still pretty fresh. And then I went on a journey of self-discovery. Where I met you. Where are we?
3: You have no idea. Hello, the goddess of death has invaded Asgard.
1: Oh, I've missed this.
3: And you and I had a fight recently.
1: Did I win?
5: No, I won, easily.
3: Doesn't sound right. Well, it's true.
4: Asgard is dead. And it will be
0: reborn in my image. I thought you'd be glad to see me.
1: need to stop her here and now. To prevent Ragnarok, the end of everything. So I'm putting together a team.
5: Like the old days. Surprise. This will be such fun.
1: Hello.
3: He's a fighter.
2: Here we go.
1: I'm not a queen or a monster. I'm the goddess of death.
4: What were you the god of again?
3: same you and i just a couple of hot-headed fools yeah same
4: hulk like fire I mm. like water well kind of both like fire but hulk like raging fire so i like smoldering fire <laughs>
0: Official theme song. <laughs> I'm Lauren Lapkin I'm Nicole Bayer and, and this season
4: we are covering the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the 13th episode of our fifth season, and uh, we're gonna have guests who are newcomers, super fans, and sometimes people who've contributed.
0: And we're gonna do 20 episodes, which doesn't cover everything, but sure I think just covering a lot because it I feels think so like too. we're seeing it all. And today we are discussing the third Thor film, Thor Ragnarok, and we skipped the second Thor movie, Thor The Dark World, for time and to make room for more origin stories down the line. And if you don't like that, then take it up with (laughs) yourself,
6: because we don't care.
4: We don't care. Who cares about (sighs) second Thor? Thor We can't do everything.
0: And Thor, Ragnarok is available with a subscription on Disney Plus, and you can watch it for a fee on Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play, and Voodoo. And obviously, we're going to spoil the entire film.
4: Okay, Lauren, yeah. quick thoughts before we intro our guest. I actually liked it. Lauren, I loved it. Okay. And I thought, why are they
0: not all like this? Where exactly. It's funny, funny, funny. And funny, funny, fun of funny. Lots of
1: color. Lots of I color. will say,
4: the first thirty-five minutes, I was like, "What the fuck is this movie?" Yeah. But then after like thirty-six minutes hit, and I said, "Ooh, baby, Ooh, yeah, I love
1: it." Was it was
0: really funny. I feel like they were making fun of each other. Like it was all stuff that I want to happen in the other movies. Um, and everyone did say that this one was like the best. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I thought they it. were
4: lying because people really thought we were gonna like that fucking Avengers movie. I know, and that was boo boo for me. Yeah. But I loved this. I finished it and was like, maybe I'll watch it again. And then I was like, "Nicole, settle down." <laughs> That's actually crazy. I didn't go that far at all.
0: <laughs> it it took me a long time to watch it. Um I had to like, you know, get through it
4: in a way, but I but I still liked it. <laughs> I mean, it did take me two sittings because it was yeah. like 2 hours yeah, and it's 20, two hours minutes 20 minutes. Or
0: it's long and I, you know, it's hard because when Little People Big World returns, you want to watch that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like there's Absolutely. a whole new season of drama. And by the way, it's going down this season on Little People Big World. And See, if I watching... haven't been
4: keeping up. I am watching 90 Day, and it is a snoozy season. People are
0: saying that. I haven't been watching it in a long
4: time. A real I, I can't snooze believe I fest. fell off
0: because it was my whole life. But um, <laughs> LPBW, oh, my God, they're having drama between the parents and the children. It's crazy. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Well,
4: before we get too much into Little People Big World... We should introduce our guest today. It is Paul Shear. And Paul Shear, don't say hello yet. Paul Shear is an actor, (laughs) he's a writer, he's a director. You might have seen him on Veep, Black Monday, The League, and in Marvel 6. 1-6 documentary. He's also the host of a, a talk show on his Twitch channel, "Friend Zone" with Rob Hubel. And the podcast, How Did This Get Made and Unspooled. Ooh, Paul Shear, we can't wait to get into Thor Ragnarok with you today. Now you can talk. Hello.
5: So happy to be here and so psyched that you like this movie because I do feel like this is a special Marvel movie. I do want to just... I know that your audience is with you on every one of these. I just want to get a little bit of where you are at. Can I just quickly thumbs up, thumbs down yes. on the ones that you've done? Because I want to get a taste of it. Because I talked to Jason, and you know, so all right, you saw you started off Iron Man. Thumbs up. Boo. I, Boo. I thought it was okay. Iron Man <laughs> it wasn't Two. For
0: me, mm, I'm going to say less. thumbs down.
5: I think yeah. I like
4: that less. Yeah. Me yeah.
5: too. Okay, we're on the same page. Well, I like yeah. Iron Man. Thor. <laughs> Thumbs Thor down. was
4: one of the worst yeah, things i've bad. ever seen.
5: Boo. Dark World by the way, you lucked out on missing Dark okay. World. I oh, saw okay. that in the theater, it was rough. Captain America First Avenger Boo. serviceable.
1: Oh, i like i
4: liked it because of him.
5: Yes. Yeah. But not but like a simple movie.
4: I didn't like little him. Yeah.
5: Uh Marvel's Avengers. No. 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 Wow. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That one, I think I could see it, but, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, this is where I'm thinking we're going to go. Yeah, in yes. yeah. yeah. Okay. I
4: liked Groot so much. Uh, I think we know why I love N. Diesel, and I love the little yeah. rabbit thing. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't love a lot of it.
5: Okay. But this is, but Guardians and Thor Ragnarok kind of exist in the same kind of creative yeah. space, I think. Yeah. Uh, Age of Ultron, thumbs down, right? Thumbs down, we're all that thumbs down. That was trash. Yeah.
4: That was with the Scarlet Which Witch being like, that? I can't hurt anybody. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then mm-hmm. that man with the bow and arrow being like, come on, you got it. If I'm looking at you, I can't help everyone or something. I forgot that yeah. she had an accent. Yes, um, so did <laughs> she's
5: she. She's a little <laughs> um Ant-Man. Do we like Ant- Ant-Man? Dan. Yeah, great. Okay, great. All right, this is really good. Now, this is the one that I'm quite surprised that you didn't like. The, uh, the, the Captain America movie... Uh, Civil War.
0: We did not like that, but that's no, the one Manzucas explained to us, yeah. right?
4: Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that was I liked
0: extremely helpful. After. We liked it more,
4: yeah. yeah. Okay. But I liked the other one, the Winter Soldier, but yes. then I didn't know the Winter Soldier was coming back, and I was like, I thought we were done with the Winter Soldier.
5: <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> okay, well, right, I see this. And then Doctor Strange loved, comes in. Loved, no, loved. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, interesting. Like, genuinely cause...
4: loved to the point where I didn't like the second one, because it was so different than the first one.
5: Okay, so that's really yeah. interesting, because I think that Doctor Strange is just a pale imitation of Iron Man. What? Yeah.
0: No, 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 no,
5: no. What? No. Wow. Why? He so,
0: because he's so, like, cocky and, like... Well, I
5: just think it feels like it's, like, oh, we've seen this same kind of... I mean, not the the not the not powers, but the same kind of origin story. I'm it just sorry. Felt, uh, yeah. Tony
4: Stark would never sit outside a door in Nepal begging for his little fingies to get fixed. Well, maybe you're
5: right. Maybe you're right. All right, and then uh, and then finally... Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, this is thumbs up, right? Yeah, I like was that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So I feel like you just, I wanted to understand fully where you are because <laughs> I do feel like Marvel is best with like auteur driven pieces. Like when someone has a very clear idea of what they want to do. I think the Russo you brothers- You said a word
4: that I don't know. <laughs> auteur? Yeah, I don't auteur. know that one. Um, It's like,
5: like a, you know, it's- when someone really has something to say, I guess like oh, okay. you know, like like a, direct, a real point of view, like a real point of view, yeah. Okay, thank you. It really is coming yeah. from them because I think like James Gunn and and obviously uh, Tyka, uh, you know uh, the the the. Um, sorry, I'm forgetting. The guy does uh, Spider Man? But um, who is that guy? What is his well, name? Don't John, Watts. John
4: Watts. <laughs>
5: <laughs> John Watts. Yeah, there Boy, we go.
4: You didn't even try. <laughs> ah.
5: Don't ask me. <laughs>
4: yeah. um,
0: Leah's got the answers on the technical things, got such it. as names. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> but those are those are the ones that I feel like, especially probably going backwards, these are so much more refreshing to see because they're kind of breaking the mold a little bit. And they're like, oh, right, you can have fun in this world. And these, yeah. these characters mm-hmm. can exist. And this is like a buddy comedy, Thor Ragnarok. It really yeah. is like a cop movie or there, you know, has that kind of similar deal. Oh,
4: yeah. Now that you're saying that, I do see that. Yeah. yeah. And I Maybe- mean... Like
0: I think we like the ones that have a lightness to them and a sense mm-hmm. of humor, and sometimes the sense of humor doesn't work in some of these. Like I yeah. feel like
4: Avengers has some some humor well, that's like. Meh. I think that's because it's. Um, Joss. I was Joss Whedon, and I think his humor is very specific to like Buffy and Angel, oh, yes. and yeah. I think it doesn't really work where he tries to like shoehorn it in. It almost yeah.
5: feels of a time. Like his humor mm. feels like an early. 2000s it's like our humor has evolved or like our like he was doing meta I'm gonna make a statement that people probably get mad at and say like I feel like he was doing meta kind of before meta became super popular and now when he does it it feels like uh, I feel I don't know Mm -hmm. there's something about it that just feels a little stale like it doesn't feel like it's gonna be timeless in that way
0: yeah and this movie seemed really fresh to me Yeah. yeah like very funny and and interesting and i mean partly because we're watching these in order and so there's that feeling of like it's catching up to the mm-hmm. present day more right. and more but like it it was very funny and um and like a like just i think that's something we enjoyed about like ant-man and stuff like the humor was, like, also performed really well. Like, yes. I was really surprised looking at this cast because, not that they're not funny, but I'm saying when they were all cast in the original Thor, that wasn't like this at all. So it's like no. they were being cast to do comedy. Mm-hmm. And then now Thor is, like, this funny character that I've grown to like, which I yeah, could which not have said from the first one because I only, only like movies. him now. Yeah, it's same. So, He's not it, funny or interesting in the other ones.
5: I Mm-mm. totally agree. Like, here we go. Like, this whole, like, birth of... Chris Hemsworth being like a funny person, which is so unfair because he's so gorgeous <laughs> as a man. I yeah. I once uh, was visiting a friend and I I got to hold uh, one of Thor's hammers that I won't spoil oh. where it comes from, uh, but it's from a movie you have not seen yet. And um, and it was hard to even pick up. And they're like, oh, yeah, but for Chris, it's not because he what? is. because wow, He's
4: actually strong. That, Wait, yeah, so it's actually, actually heavy?
5: Oh, this one, this, like there's multiple ones, yeah. but this one was like, oh yeah, you can't mess around. Like he is, he just delivers wow. the goods in this movie. And I feel like actually it's weird that in the Marvel movies, and I haven't, I know you haven't seen this yet, but the, um, the Hawkeye series, Jeremy Renner, after doing Hawkeye for years, all of a sudden is like a new character that's way more engaging same thing for elizabeth olsen i feel like she's gotten better and better it's almost yeah it's weird to see people get better i think we're in a world where most people it's a downward spiral like and these characters are getting a chance to go up you're like yeah oh you found something totally new and interesting in these characters
0: by the way did you see that vanity fair lie detector test with um elizabeth olsen no. i only saw a clip where she's trying to become a stoner no there was that one but there's there are some really good clips where she just is, like, so honest about people, and it's really funny.
1: Oh, my Ooh, gosh. Is she really oh, likable?
0: Well, like, so she—they bring up the Heim sisters because she went to school with them, and she—and Danielle Heim, I guess, was her same age in school mm. or something, and she's in Licorice Pizza. She's not the main girl. The other—she's one of the sisters, um— and because people were like, she's not even in it. And it's like, she is in it. She's a smaller part. You're stupid. Um, but she's not an actor. But they were like, are you a better actor than Danielle Hyman? She started like cackling. And she was like, yeah. Like, but it's like she should be. She's like, that girl's a rock star and she's an actor. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but it was great. She's just like super honest and funny.
5: Would you ever agree to take a lie detector test as part of a publicity tour? Because I feel like it's a dangerous proposition.
0: It's so scary because they are asked real questions. Yeah, like, yeah. Like there's a point where she got kind of flustered because mm-hmm. they were like, you know, challenging her on one of them. And she was like, I mean, yeah, I, I did see that movie. I don't. Is that what is it not to it say it's a lie? I would right. do it,
4: but I would pass on. I would just be like, pass. I won't answer yeah, that. Passing.
0: Like, would you do it on Watch What Happens Live when they do like that? Um, yeah. What, what's it called? Yeah. Because it's like fluff. I
4: don't think they're really trying to
0: get me. Yeah, but you have to sometimes throw someone under. Well, but
5: you know what? But that show, you can touch. People get very upset on that show. I I have experienced that. uh, That if you say something about what I, I love, uh, that whole Bravo. I'm just gonna all of it, the franchise, the the MCU of the Bravo Housewives (laughs) world. But you forget that they are like I can sit here and be like, you know what? Thor is a blank, blank, blank. But when you do it there, it's like, these are people that are are living there. Yeah, Yeah. and there I go. And it's hard. It's like, but they're viewed as characters. I I know. Like, now I can't separate it. It's not real.
0: I was on with a housewife. Which one? Emily from the OC. Oh,
4: okay. Mm. Not familiar.
0: I I love her, but I was like, this is kind of crazy because they brought up stuff about Shane. Like, it was just like they're asking questions and bringing up topics about her husband. Next to her, and she's like super cool and strong mm. person and can take whatever she's had, like horrible things said to her on the show. But, like, I'm not gonna be insulting somebody <laughs> or saying anything, it. even if it's funny, it's like you can't mm-hmm. do it.
5: By the way, I was in the Erica Jane documentary about her husband stealing all that money because. Andy started questioning her really hard about did she know? And I was the guest, and she's grabbing onto my hand. So when they do cut to that oh moment on Watch God. What Happens Live, it's me and her holding hands. And she oh, was no. lovely. We had a great time. Uh, and uh, you know, but I just I just that's sat really back intense. and that was yeah. an intense Because that's illegal claim where people are injured. I'm like, I got no comment that's on That's like this. a curious <laughs> thing about you. Bravo.
4: They'll dig right into legal stuff where it's oh, like, I yeah. don't know if you can do this. Yeah, yeah. that's
5: rough stuff. I did mean, you know yeah. there's a
4: Bravo con?
5: Oh, yes, I did. And
4: they sold like 10,000 badges in like 60 seconds. That makes all the sense in the world. I mean, it,
5: it, it <laughs> is as popular. Bravo. I love Bravo. I mean, it is as popular as this Marvel franchise, what I love about Bravo, um, is for a long time, I was always trying to explain to June, like why I liked certain things. Like I love Marvel movies. I love Star Wars and Indiana Jones and all that sort of stuff. And I don't think that she understood like why I would get upset about stuff or why I was into it. And the first moment where I felt like she truly understood my fandom was seeing Sex in the City 2 and being <laughs> utterly disappointed by it. Yeah. And and coming home, like, really bummed out and trying to, like, talk herself into mm-hmm. Sex in the City 2 being good. Yeah. So, like, and I was like, I've done this. I've had this conversation about Shia LaBeouf and Indiana Jones. Like, we've been there. And I think the Bravo has that same thing where you are, you're in your world. You're committed to these characters and this, yeah, you, yeah, you want it.
0: Yeah. That's that, very funny. Right? I never That's thought great.
4: about Sex in the City like that. I have... Uh, come to terms that the movie marks one canon. The second movie starts a different canon, and that's I like where that. and just like that lives. All right. Oh no, to <laughs> me
0: and just like that connects to the first to the show.
4: Right. You. It think? doesn't connect to
0: the movies oh. in a way. Although it, a, but, but it, it, it does because
4: everything that the characters did on the show. I guess that's true. That's why I think it starts. But a different I just go canon. like it's the show because I love the show. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I guess you're right, though, because their personalities have changed a lot in the years yeah. since we've so, seen So, like, that. I
4: think the movie was, like, a perfect little cherry on top to, like, you know, satiate us because we love the series so much. And then the second movie, you're like, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I mean, this that's is crazy. Bonkers. That one's a mess. This one's yeah. a mess. But we did get the lovely line. As Samantha goes, Lawrence of Arabia, Lawrence of labia, And I was the only one in theaters who cackled. (laughs) Do you feel like that was the
0: inspiration for the entire movie? They were like, that's such a good line.
4: Let's figure (laughs) out how we get them. Someone wrote that in a punch up room and they're like, we're going to Abu Dhabi.
5: (laughs) That is truly like we I've done my work for the day. Like when you're writing a script, you're like, you know what? It's not going to get better than that. And uh, so good. Go out and treat myself to my own lunch. Um, This movie, though, Thor, I believe like when I talk to people about the Marvel world, the movies that I've subjected June to yeah, have been in the Marvel world.
0: I mean, that have, alone, you've you've subjected her to a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, just I your have. podcast but, but, alone. But, I guess it's not but, just you subjecting her. Alone. Exactly.
5: And, that, and those aren't movies that I like. Those yeah. are, We are subjecting ourselves to those movies. Yeah. But with the Marvel world, I try to be very specific with her and go I think she will like this and that. So like Ant-Man. I was like, you yeah. can go see Ant-Man mm-hmm. um, and then Thor Ragnarok. I was like, this works and Guardians. Those were the three that I picked. I was like, I think that this will give you an idea, a lay of the land without you being overwhelmed by it. And you'll have a good time because here. Yeah. Carl Urban, to me, is an unsung hero of this mo- movie. He's so funny in this movie. Um, he plays the executioner who's taking over oh, for yeah. Himdale. Uh, he's in The Boys. Oh, he's I Star love him Trek. on The
4: Boys. Yeah. He's so
5: good. And he, I think people didn't realize how funny he is. And he's so good in this. He's so funny. I mean, he has a small part, but he's very funny in this role. He has mm-hmm. one of
4: my favorite moments where he puts like a cloak over his head to get on the ship. And I was like, he is truly serving Billy Zane in Titanic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard. Even I was like, I don't know if uh, that's what they were going for, but I loved it.
5: Well, this movie is goofy. Like it yes. it is goofy. Like when he sees the Hulk, when Thor th- sees the Hulk for the first time in that battle, he's like, hey, we're buddies. Like it's such a... Um, I think it's a breath of fresh air because these movies have like a, we're being serious, we're being this yeah. and, that, and And the comic books were never, I mean, the comic books had serious things in them. But I think the best ones, there's a lightness to it. That These are fun yes. characters. We want to hang out with these characters. I think they have to feel like sitcom characters to a certain extent because that's the only way that we want to revisit them time and time again.
0: Yeah, and I think this made me like all of the characters yes. in a new way. Like, I didn't think Loki was interesting. Me, I know. Oh,
4: I'm i into yes, yeah. Loki. Yeah. I thought he was like so annoying before. But <laughs> I will say this. Loki's powers change willy nilly because they talk about how, when he was a kid, he could turn into a snake or whatever. But then he, when he's all chained up, he can't turn into something else and leave. He can't like, like, morph out of that planet when he's like, I got to get out of here. You can't just fucking vanish the way you've been doing it. That was confusing to Wait,
5: me. Wait, let's get your Marvel expert in here. Marvel expert.
6: Did he have one of the things on his neck at that point?
4: No, not yet, because he doesn't okay. get that thing until he tries to double-cross Thor, and Thor's like, you've been doing that. He-he.
5: You sound I like an expert. I think he's a trickster. To me, he's a trickster, so I don't know if he can like move off of planets, but I think he can mm. take other forms. But I don't think he... like. In my mind, I think that if he... His power is making you think he's someone else so his snake would still be caught on the wall you know what uh-huh. i'm saying mm-hmm. like he would still he be shape captured he just shifts
0: in person right. so what you see is different but he's not
4: able to leave
5: that oh. that oh. in my mind is how it works but okay. i could be wrong again i'm no you know i'm no expert illusion
6: I've... illusion magic
5: yes
4: i see i see i see okay well, Should we
6: do our daily bugle? Yes, that's what I was
4: going to okay. say. Oh, great! great oh, great, man, take
1: a night.
4: Um, so this is our new segment, The ooh, Daily Bugle. Ooh. Beep bop, boop bop. Okay, so Marvel <laughs> Studios signed a 20-year By deal. By the way,
5: I like that it's <laughs> beep bop, boop bop, but a, you should, a bugle should have a different sound. Like you're like, oh, no, it baa! changes every time. Okay, like, right. yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> Just having a nice time. Um, Marvel Studios signed a 20-year deal with Stan Lee Universe to mm. license the name and likeness of Lee who died in 2018 for future, fi- uh, future films, television productions, uh... Disney theme parks, merchandising, and more? E What, like a hologram? I guess so. Or I guess they could just use his picture uh, or
5: something? I have mixed feelings on this because... Samesies. Because I think there's... And again, I'm not fully versed in this, but there has been a lot of um, talk that he has suffered, or he had suffered elder abuse, that people oh. were taking advantage of him and not treating him well oh, and trying no. to move around his money and so a lot of this has been you know he's become incredible like he was already incredibly successful but then he became even more, like he became in many in many respects the face of the of the marvel world because he's in every marvel movie he mm-hmm. is viewed as the creator even though that's not fully true but that's he is the face and i think his family was working against him so now Ugh. i wonder where this money is going but it feels like it's going to the family so now we'll have like a stanley animatronic in like disney world tokyo going like hey Ooh. welcome uh Marino. i don't
4: love that i don't
5: love it i don't love yeah. it but again i may there may have been some resolution to it but i feel like it's a very uh weird there's a weird end to him and i and i will say the one time i met stanley which was thrilling um, I was backstage at Comic Con, and he had fallen asleep. And oh. uh, someone's like, "Do you want to? Do you want to meet him?" And I was like, "Well, he's clearly asleep. Absolutely not. Like, yeah, you know, like not the they, time." I, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "We'll wake him up." <laughs> what? And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. Like, you don't. You'll wake him up." It felt like, do you like there was like a puppy that they wanted to show. <laughs> yeah, me. And, yeah, and, and, yeah. And I and I felt like that one moment kind of gave me an an instinct of maybe how his handlers might be uh treating him that's, you yeah, know and, exactly. and that's not marvel respect. that was I yeah. think his his own crew it's like no let the man sleep let
4: the yeah, man he be everyone yeah, he's he's tired. tired yes yeah that's really sad well if I die I hope you guys make sure that nobody sells the rights to my face anywhere yeah I'll be putting your image everywhere well <laughs> <laughs> that's
5: like isn't that the whole Robin oh, Williams that. thing too like Robin Williams has been one of the things in his will was you couldn't use his face in anything after he had died
4: wow really like,
5: yes so they could I'm glad
4: that they yes, were aware yeah
5: cuz i think he knew that you know maybe left to uh you know Oof. you know somebody comes in and all of a sudden it's like i think he probably lived in that world of like I'm afraid I'm going to be like CGI like Grand Moff Tarkin in like the yeah. Rogue One. Like they're going to just
4: and he probably pop would my be. face. What the yeah. fuck did you just say? Rogue Moff Tarkin?
5: Well, do you, who? In Ro- in, Wasn't in, it
4: with um what's her face? Princess well, in, Leia? In,
5: oh, Princess Leia as well. Oh. But uh, but uh, Grand Moff Tarkin <laughs> was a character in Star Wars, uh, played by Peter Cushing, and they brought oh. him back in Rogue One. He'd been long since dead. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah.
0: It's like just move the story on with
5: different Yeah, things. like we don't need
0: or right. or if recast, they like that I just guess. Just recast. It's fine. Yeah, just yeah, recast. Right. recast. But because also that happens all the time. It's like why why not?
5: No one's uh, no one's here getting that upset about James Bond. We just switch his face. That's okay. Right. We call him James Bond. We all know. <laughs> We're familiar.
0: Yeah. Okay, well another bit of news is that Spider-Man director John Watts stepped away from directing the MCU's Fantastic Four film after three successful Spider-Man
4: films. Ooh, I wonder what happened So with John. why did
0: he do that? Do you know Paul?
5: Huh? Here's my thought, and Ooh. it's totally uh, like conjecture, as it would say in the Depp trial. It's hearsay because I, I, <laughs> I didn't even hear it from anybody. It's my own, my own, my <laughs> own uh, making it up. I would imagine after doing three of these films, it takes up so much of your time, mm-hmm. and there are so many people that you have to please. And I do believe that the Marvel universe is incredibly well thought out and every piece must fit into the MCU in a very particular way. So at a certain point, I imagine as he's addressing the Fantastic Four, there are certain guideposts that he has to hit or a movie that he has to make. And maybe it was creative differences. Maybe it was like, you know what, I don't want to keep on doing this. Maybe while my star is hot, you know, like I can go off and make my own thing. Like the way the Russo brothers went off and made like, three or four different movies right after they had their good run at Marvel. Cause it, it there's a moment here to make whatever you want to make instead of going back in and working within that thing. And I think he's an amazing director and I think he did a, a fantastic job. But I could also see that being tiring too.
6: Yeah. So I I thought that as well. Yes. And uh it they from my research it was like an amicable he needed a break from Marvel, but he's also attached to do a Star Wars series. So oh. uh, he's just skipping down the hall from Marvel okay. to Star Wars. Well, that's actually really
5: exciting because I I could understand that being a more, I guess, if I'm a director I, that has that opportunity. I would be more daunted by doing a Star Wars film because I feel like those have just not worked like the way that they want them to. And that like that's a much bigger undertaking. It's like, because yeah. the tone of Star Wars doesn't have the flexibility that Marvel yeah. has, which is like fun and it's mm-hmm. and it's light. Star Wars feels oftentimes heavy, unless it's a TV show. Then it has like lighter moments where you have Amy Sedaris and stuff.
6: And probably yeah. um, would be a more original content for him, I would think.
5: Yes, yeah, so I guess he, that's true. He, like, he doesn't have something. to work. yeah
6: new.
4: That's interesting.
5: It's interesting. Wow. I, I like real John Watts. a
4: nerd conversation. But
5: by the I way, know. can I talk about the John Watts? Everyone talks about John Watts making this movie called Cop Car about these two kids who steal Kevin Bacon's Cop Car. It's a great movie. Uh, I highly recommend seeing Cop Car. But there was a movie he made before this <laughs> that I feel like no one talks about and it's so... I feel like it might be up both your alleys. It's called Clown. Clown? And Clown is about... Um, a family. And the dad's a real estate uh, salesman. And he goes to a um, a house for a showing. And it's during his kid's birthday party. And his wife calls him up and says, hey, the the clown didn't show up. Uh, can you like come over and like, can you come dressed as something? So he like rummages through the house that he's selling. And he finds this old clown costume and he puts okay. it on. And then he goes to the party. It works out great, but then he can't take it off.
2: No. The hair
5: is attached. The suit is attached. Oh, it's he like the can't... Santa Claus. Yes. It's so he is now, but then the clown is murderous. And then he becomes possessed by this clown costume. And he's this murderous clown. And it gets so fucking dark. So it's a that clown dad. so scary. Oh, it is. It Like, I was watching it uh, one night. I did, I stumbled across it and I was like, it is funny and also like legit terrifying
4: that's really very scary yeah yeah I'd be really upset if I put a wig on and it didn't come off here's (laughs) our last bit of uh, (laughs) the daily bugle that's the one (laughs) part (laughs) that stuck with you I'm like I gotta change my wig Um, so Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness made 31.6 million its third weekend at the number one spot in the box office, bringing its domestic totals, oh my God, to 342 million. Got to wow. say, Lauren, have you seen it yet? No, no. It's fucking gruesome. Is it? It is, it is a
5: scary movie. It's
4: gruesome. And one character gets murdered by the means. It, he looks like he becomes play-doh. It's wild. That's crazy, but like it's scary. And I feel like in these movies, people just
0: die and stuff. But you're saying, no, no, no. these are like violent
4: Different. deaths. And at one point, Elizabeth Olsen is chasing people through this like corridor. And she's got something on oh. her face that I think is mud, but it looks like blood. And she looks fucking deranged. And it's like pretty creepy.
5: Well, Whoa. I would say this uh, it is more of a Sam Raimi movie than it is a Marvel movie. And I kind of liked it for that because. It is like Evil Dead. It is crazy it's and see. big, and they push that PG thirteen. I mean, I would, I can't imagine taking a kid who had seen all the other Marvel movies <laughs> and then seeing this because you'd be like,
4: ah! "Oh, that's <laughs> like, interesting."
0: But to me, as someone who is new to all of this, I think that's so. That's what makes this so cool that you could have a director just make their state, like, I put their stamp on it so strongly mm-hmm. like, the same way Taika Wait- Waititi did. That, yes. Like, it's like, wait, they should each be a unique standalone piece inspired by a comic book, but it can do whatever. Like, I just like that so much more. That's so much more interesting. Well, that's DC. Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, really? Well, DC is like, everyone gets to go make whatever they want to make. There's a Joker movie that has no correlation to the Batman movie, and there's another Batman uh, movie It's another Batman no, movie. Oh, yeah, they don't an really have like a universe. Series. No, but I think what Marvel does really well is says, and again, I could be wrong, but they say... These are the parameters in which you need to tell this story. Like it's gotta have like it's gotta start here and it's gotta end here, but you can direct it any which way that you want. So that's what I feel like when you get somebody who has a really strong point of view, like James Gunn, comes in, and I, I think James Gunn is the first one who comes in and is like, I'm gonna make this poppier and funnier. And it, all of a sudden it feels very different than the Joss Whedon funny. And the Russo brothers are also having that kind of community style of jokes. It's like it just it it starts to be alive. And I think even Jon Favreau did that with the first Iron Man. It was like, okay, we can work within the lines here and make something actually that feels like it's doing everything that Marvel needs to do, but at the same time, completely an original voice. Mm-hmm. For better or for worse, that's what Chloe Zhao did, I think, as well. Who? Wow. Chloe Zhao, who uh, won the Oscar for Land and then directed The Eternals, which ah. was the, uh, the Marvel movie with... Uh, Camille Nanjiani uh, and Angelina Jolie and uh, Brian Tyree Henry and a few. Oh, yeah. are what a fun cast. Are we watching
6: that? We sure are. Oh, oh cool. Okay. And people I was told me to not to do it. And every Camille. time they tell me not to do it, I dig my heels in deeper. Uh, yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah, that's going to be uh,
5: that that is going to be. I would really like to hear what you both think of that. You may love it, though. Interesting. I
6: really think you might, but it could go either way because I'm always surprised.
4: <laughs> well on that note we should take a break
1: remember it- in 2018 when border control Separated thousands of refugee kids From their parents and deported the parents Back to their home countries while keeping the kids in the United States well believe it or not Six years later there are hundreds of families who still Have not been reunified although we As a community may feel hopeless at times I recently learned about an organization called Al Lado, Which works to reunify families They provide holistic legal and humanitarian Support to refugees deportees And other migrants in the US And Tijuana through a multi- disciplinary client-centered harm reduction based practice. Since 2018, they've reunified over 100 refugee families ripped apart by Trump's zero tolerance policy. Once reunited, Al Otro Lado helps each family to find legal representation, housing, and counseling that they need in order to heal and get on their feet. Imagine having your child ripped from your arms and never knowing when you'd see them again. We can't let family separations go on. If you're like me and believe that families belong together, join me in supporting Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode or go to gum.fm slash charity to donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at a-l-o-t-r-o-l-a-d-o dot org slash volunteer. el slash volunteer.
4: Ooh, ooh. And we're back. Okay, so Thor Ragnarok was written by Eric Pearson, Craig Kyle, and Christopher L. Yost, and it was directed by Taika Waititi, who I met at the Critics Choice Awards. Ooh. He's very, very handsome in person and very, very nice. And he was with Rita Ora, and she turned around and she, after he introduced himself, she went, "And I'm Rita," <laughs> and the way she said it. <laughs> I'll never forget. It. Oh my god, it was so funny because I was like, obviously I know who you are, but she just—it was so presentational and she was so hammered, and I loved it. Well, wasn't oh, he having like a sort of
0: threesome thing? Yes, I'm googling this to make sure I got it right. Yeah, with Rita Ora and Tessa Thompson, and they were like mm-hmm. hugging and kissing on a balcony. I, love it. I mean, and hey, I mean, they are all three hot and cool. stunning
6: people. <laughs>
4: they are
5: sexy people. So, who... God. Like to party, and by the way, and and fuck, and I think why not? Like embrace it. Like it's something. I think bad people who aren't it.
0: sexy should do whatever they want.
4: Yeah, I don't on, agree, Lauren. Do- <laughs> I think uggos should stay in their lane and not have fun.
5: By the way, Uggos are having a lot of sex. But if you you're not, not sexy, fun.
4: Paul, you need to have your threesome indoors. If you are yes, sexy, yes, yes, you can have it on a balcony yes. okay? and close the fucking curtain. Yes. But here's the
5: thing: if uh, you know, if the Uggos are out there with their threesome, uh, no one's taking pictures of it because it's not so exactly. sexy. Exactly. You, you know, don't want to like, see it unless it's yeah. on
0: real sex on HBO, which I did watch a lot of growing
5: up. By the way, um, uh, so did I. Um, yeah. My teacher was actually. Uh, it, on real what, sex? It was no. She was on <laughs> Taxi Cab Confessions, oh. which had that she was oh. one of the uh, one of the people that was in the back seat, and it was always oh. so weird because she got into a very sexual conversation with the driver, and it was a very weird thing that to know. That is
0: crazy. Yeah. What?
1: Oh my yeah. god. For anyone
0: doesn't know, because I feel like we have listeners who are younger. Mm-hmm. There was a show um, called Taxi Cab Confessions that uh, I mean, we were too young to be watching, yes. but like we did, um, and it was literally just like. Like a hidden camera and a cab, and people, the ca- the taxi cab driver worked for the show and would like get people to just talk about stuff. Yeah, I'd be and like, keep Do asking you like questions. threesomes. And then somebody yeah. in the back would be like, mm hmm, wanna hear about it? And he'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's like, wouldn't you be, I mean, they're always, the people that they get are always really outgoing, like kind of on their way to a party or doing mm-hmm. whatever. And so, like, it makes sense, I guess. But like, if a cab driver asked me that right now, I'd, roll out of the cab yeah, I had a cab be- dri- well
4: <laughs> I had a driver ask me the other day if I was ovulating one two if I was yearning for a baby no and then for wow. an hour from the airport to the apartment he no. he really just kept talking
3: that is and he wow. had long nasty fingers and the way he gripped Ugh. the wheel
4: was also really upsetting to me. <laughs> Are you ovulating? What did you say? I said, I don't think so, but I'd have to check. (laughs) And then when he said, Are you craving a baby? I was like, Absolutely not. No. Craving a baby. Hungry for a lot of things, but not a baby.
0: What a freak. Yeah. Um Let's get into this plot. Let's do it. Get ready. (laughs) I love it. And Jason and Scott have both called us out for reading this whole plot out, and you are welcome to do the same. No, I want you to set it
5: up. (laughs) Set it up. I'm here to listen.
0: Thank you. So Thor, who's been away from Asgard researching Infinity Stones since Avengers Age of Ultron, has been captured by a fire demon named Searcher. Clancy Brown. He tells okay. Thor that when he joins his crown, joins his crown to the eternal flame in Odin's vault, Asgard, Asgard, excuse me, will soon be destroyed according to a prophecy called Ragnarok. He also tells him that Odin is no longer in charge of Asgard, which happened at the end of Thor: The Dark World, but Thor has been unaware for years. Thor calls Mjolnir and escapes, <laughs> taking
4: Surtur's crown with him. <laughs> and I didn't like the whole spinning thing that was not funny for me. And I was like, is the whole fucking oh, movie no, no, going to no. be like this? Oh, I like the spinning. Oh, you did? I, the second time I was like, I get it. He's spinning. No, he but can't you know talk. why I liked it because I went, okay, we're going to have a little fun here. <laughs>
5: have yeah. One? No, it, like, by the way, that's a great open. There, I like that open for so many reasons because it also is calling out like a convention of these movies. Like it isn't perfect. And he, and, and I think they set the tone really great. It's like, yes, he's super strong. But he also is not, like, perfect. You know, like, him yeah. rotating mm-hmm. around, it's like he's uncomfortable. He- I love that he gets to narrate his whole beginning of the film by talking to that skeleton. I think the first joke of the movie truly is, like, that skeleton's mouth dropping
4: yeah. off. Like, oh, it's that like- did make me laugh. Yeah.
5: And that felt like, very okay.
0: Disney-ride mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yes. Like Pirates of the Caribbean vibes.
5: But then once he drops, like, that opening—I'm a big fan of, like, a kick-ass opening scene, like a James Bond, like— pre-movie moment. And you're like, oh, I know all of his powers. I clearly understand that I'm dealing with someone who is very, like, it's that dumb thing. Like, what, are they good at their job? But like, you know, he is a very good warrior and you get to see him and then the story gets to start. But it's such a fun, you know, it's such a uh, a fun moment. It's, what is it, that Led Zeppelin song that comes in at the oh, and beginning? I really liked
0: that too. I was like, oh great, a, like a good rock song yeah, kicking off this fight. I, it made me think. I, I did like Guardians of the Galaxy because they had fun music too. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, you know, a little bit juxtaposed on what was yeah. happening. I enjoyed that. Um, I will say I didn't like when they brought that song back at the end. I felt like oh, see, I had I the loved opportunity it. to do another thing. Well, see, I, it was better on that fight than it was on the earlier fight. But I don't know. I just felt like it could have been a different song. Mm-hmm.
5: By the way, while we're talking about music. I just want to say that uh, Mark Mothersbaugh did score the film. And I wow. think the same way with uh, like Doctor Strange. Uh, I think Danny Elfman did Dr. Strange uh, and the Multiverse of Madness. this idea, like I don't know. I think that that makes a big difference too, because Mark Mothersbaugh it's Devo, and there's just a different sensibility to a score when you have somebody again, who's not your traditional like John Williams. I love John Williams. I'll see him every time he's at the Hollywood Bowl. but it's going to just bring a different texture to these movies. I think totally that
4: helps. totally. I didn't know who Mark Mothersbaugh was, so I was looking him up. He looks like a fun time. Oh, he yeah, he was in time. Devo, and he yeah. did like a bunch of Wes Anderson stuff. And oh. Like, wait, what's He's, a yeah. Devo song? I know the name, but I don't with know. Whip It. Yes, yeah. Whip It, good. And that is the only one.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he also was on Yo Gabba Gabba, and he was the artist <laughs> in residence on Yo Gabba Gabba, and he would I, draw. You were
0: on that too, weren't you, Paul? I
5: was. I loved it.
0: I used to babysit and watch that show a lot with Brian Posehn's son, actually, oh, when I was fun. babysitting. Um, um, and I loved that show so much. And I was like, I would love to be on that. That, that show so was fun.
5: a blast. And that cast that made it, uh, the people behind the scenes were so, like, they're just, they love making a kid's show. Like, they just yeah. love it. And by the way, just so you know, he also composed the music for the Lego movie. Uh, so oh. he, and he's a big, he did a lot of, like, kids shows and video games. Like, he's uh, always working.
0: Wow. Oh, and did the
4: Rugrats theme. Yeah. I
5: love oh. that. Crash he gets handicoot. around. Oh, yeah, he's there.
4: Um. Okay, back to the plot. Sorry. When he attempts to return to Asgard, however, Hemendal does not respond. His replacement is an Asgardian man named Scourge, Carl Urban, <laughs> who's too busy showing off to immediately notice. Thor calling for the Bifrost. When Thor returns, Scourge tells him that Hemendal is a traitor and on the run. Thor goes to the palace and seemingly finds Odin watching a play about the alleged death of Loki, which happened at the end of Thor Dark World. Loki is played by Matt Damon. Oh, and Luke Luke Hemsworth is Thor Mm. and Sam Neill as Odin. That was, I thought that was funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This whole th- I mean, I, I feel like already I was just much more on board because mm-hmm. of the lightness of it. The old one or the old one, the first one felt like heavy of the rings, and I was like, oing, oing, oing. yeah, yeah, this was much more interesting. So, Thor sees through the king's deception, forces Loki to drop the charade, and reveal that he has been ruling Asgard by pretending to be Odin for years, which is kind Thor- of funny. <laughs> Thor orders for Surtur. is that what I was saying? It's Surtur. Surtur's crown Sur- to be uh, delivered.
5: Yeah, now I'm forgetting how he said it. Yeah, it doesn't sound right when you say Sorta. it. It doesn't. I, yeah. It doesn't sound yeah. all Sorta. right when I say it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's a little bit better. I think the accent really Sorta. does it. Yeah.
0: Surtur's <laughs> crown to be delivered to Odin's vault. Loki assures Thor that he left Odin in a retirement home on Earth, that when they get there, it's been demolished. <laughs> that made me laugh
4: so hard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A fangirl who asks for a selfie with Thor mentions that he and Jane have broken up. So that was kind of cute. They're on like a city street mm-hmm. and she's like,
4: Oh my God! Where's but Jane? I mean, the disrespect to Jane. I haven't seen Jane since first Thor. He came yeah. back get to ready. Earth. Didn't get find ready, her. Nicole.
5: Did you get hey, to see well, the trailer?
4: I saw the trailer. She's Lady Thor, and I'm pretty jazzed about it. But yeah. I gotta say, again, with these fucking wigs, Marvel makes so much money. Oh, I gotta see this. Like, just employ like employ a black woman to do these wigs. I don't. I don't get it.
5: By the way, I'm gonna say that Camille- you were doing the wigs. Well, no, Camille uh, Friend is one of the wig people. She's a black woman. She did our hair for Black Monday and does, did all Black Panther. Uh, black Panther and she, looked great. Yeah. So she is, uh, and I've worked with, she is awesome. Maybe not in all, maybe not in all these projects. Maybe she has go they down gotta to got get Australia. her in all of them because She's in uh, Atlanta great. too much. She's staying in Atlanta too much. and uh, But yeah, like she has done like some of the best wig work there.
4: Because they needed to get her on uh uh, the new Doctor Strange, because what's his name? Uh, the friend who double crosses him at the end of the first Doctor well, Strange. What's his oh, name?
6: Wait, um, <laughs> Mordo,
4: Mordo, Mordo's hair, tell, right? Mordo's fucking oh, wig. Yeah. In this movie is so atrocious. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, it's I screamed. Weird. What is that?
5: It's weird, I guess, if you don't have enough time to sit for it, or I don't know, maybe people are coming in for one day. You're right, there are some things every now and then that look janky, and I noticed watching this movie, (laughs) the CGI especially looked janky. Like, there are moments where they're standing in front of something and can really see that's it's not a three-dimensional thing. Oh my God, like, there was
0: a point where his eye is ripped out and I could still see his eye. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I see his eyeball. It's like, let's just put a
4: black, have him close it at least. It's like, what's going on?
5: But do you like the fact that they cut Thor's hair?
4: I did because I he looked Yes, cute. he looked very yeah. handsome because that wig was getting a little raggedy and they didn't, the, mm-hmm. there was no moisture left. Yeah. It was very straw-like. They made it it's easier. It's all the bit
5: frost, you know, it dries you out.
4: Mm, <laughs> yes. I know what that is. Okay. (laughs) Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah, we got it. We got to fucking fly through this. Okay, so Loki (laughs) vanishes. He finds a business card. It says 177A Bleecker. So he goes, he meets Dr. Strange. They have a fun time drinking beer and moving around. He falls down some stairs. Thor explains that they're simply trying to find Odin and will leave as soon as he's retrieved. Strange reveals that Odin is in Norway.
0: Yeah, I liked seeing Doctor Strange. Thought that was fun. Thought we'd get more of him, but we didn't. By the way,
5: what a great way to use him. Because, again, this is beginning to show, like, I love when the characters meet each other and come in. Like, yeah, they all exist in the same world. And the way that that Taika, or however it was written, where that he kept on fucking with him and moving around the apartment or around the the house, it Mm -hmm. was so fun. And it was so active. And it made a big, I mean, for all the screenwriters out there, made, like, a great exposition scene seem so... Uh, just
4: alive because Oh yeah, he's yeah you're right. Jumping. It was just a, it was an information scene but it yeah. was fun. Yeah.
0: So Thor and Loki find Odin on a cliff where he is dying. Odin gives them some personal closure but makes a final confession. Thor and Loki have an older sister named Hela, goddess of death who will be released from the prison he banished her to when he dies. He then turns
4: into energy and floats away. That
1: Wait,
4: was sad. It was yeah. very sad but then also I was like, this man has secrets. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, fucking Loki's a little blue child and then gives him horns and treats him less than Thor. And then there's a sister named Hella, who, uh, yeah. who fucking, she doesn't, she's locked in a prison. Odin, you're the bad dad. But have <laughs> we seen her before?
0: Am I confused? Not or one no. time. Not I not remember okay. those weird okay. little horns. I know. I know. She was really crazy looking. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so Thor blames Loki for Odin's death, but there's no time to argue. It's Hella, right? Yeah. Yes. Hella, Kate Blanchett, who I had a lot of trouble At first, I thought it was JLo, but that was wrong. Emerges. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, I really thought it was, and it was not. So, Kate Blanchett emerges and demands that her brothers kneel to their queen. They refuse. She attacks, shattering Madurner uh, with her bare <laughs> hands. Loki calls for the Bifrost, and Hella follows them, knocking them off the bridge in quick succession.
0: So Hela arrives in Asgard, murders Volstagg and Fandral, and recruits Scourge as her right-hand man. (laughs) The Asgardian army, led by Hogan, assembles to stop Hela from entering the kingdom. Unbothered, Hela summons an endless arsenal of swords and spears, which she uses to impale the majority of the soldiers, ending with Hogan.
4: She takes the throne and destroys the royal mural above it, revealing. Also, I was like, why is the old one just here? Destroy all evidence of her. Anyway, reviewing the true Asgard, the true way Asgard built its empire. War and conquest, not treaties and saviorism. Hela then breaks into Odin's vault. And this was funny. She knocks over the fucking uh, something that I think some man has later.
1: (laughs) That glove, that gold
6: glove. Uh, What's it called? It's Thanos' thing. The gauntlet. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah, the gauntlet. The gauntlet or whatever. Um, so then she revives fallen Asgardian soldiers from her time along with her massive pet, the Fairness Wolf. She appoints- and that was scary. That was very scary. Love she that. appoints Scourge as her executioner. And I thought it was so funny that he was just like, he never quite says yes. He's just like, eh, I guess this is my new job. Yeah, Right.
0: He, she was like, You seem strong. Why and don't you? Like, okay. And yeah. he had
4: a mop in his hand, which I thought was pretty funny. She was like, You know how to survive as he's mopping. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It was, yeah. However, unbeknownst to them, Hemendal sneaks into the Bifrost and steals the sword used to control the bridge. Okay.
0: Look. Meanwhile, Thor lands on a planet <laughs> called Sakar. <laughs> He fights off scavengers, but is ultimately captured by Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson, a drunken badass. I don't know if you I'd know, say
4: drunken badass. She's a fall down drunk, but then can suddenly do things. And I was like, what I know is this? she uh, I
0: didn't I didn't get it was the a intro, little so cartoony she, like, for She walks off the like, ship and then she's like the ah, And then she falls <laughs> off the side. But then I feel like she wasn't drunk again. Exactly.
4: I was yeah. like, if you're playing drunk, I think it would have been funnier for her to slide down that slide.
0: Like we, yeah, and then be like
4: oopsies, and then I'm meant
0: to walk down
4: that, yeah,
5: yeah. I feel like there are like this is where I kind of feel like Taika lets people do some bits, and you Mm -hmm. need a joke there, and it doesn't necessarily like make sense if you're really unpacking it, but at the same time, like in the movie, it's like a nice oh, we laughed, let's get back into it again. Mm -hmm. Like, you need those like moments sometimes, and sometimes I think that that's You want to get you need like you need a little take you out of the seriousness or the the heaviness. It's a big giant ass battle. It's a a, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are dying.
4: Yeah. Well, I guess I just missed like some swagger when she in between the drinking. Right. Like I felt like a good example is like. Han's Han's in fucking star Han Solo. What the fuck is Hans Solo. Uh-huh. Han Solo? Uh huh. He's got like he like a swagger to him. Like I didn't feel like yeah. she had a swagger in between her guzzling booze. So right. I was like, so you guzzle and then you're supposed to be drunk, but like, where is where's the the the, the why are you drunk? Like, is it fun for you or does it make <laughs> you even? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he awakens to a holographic presentation about Sakar and the Grandmaster Jeff Goldblum. Oh, so funny. Who's great and the ruler of the planet and host of the glad, gladiatorial contest of champions? <laughs> mm-hmm. The grandmaster states that Thor will earn his freedom should he be the victor. Thor discovers Loki, who arrived on Sakar weeks before Thor, has befriended the grandmaster. So he
4: has to go like fight in a ring. Yes.
0: To the death. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Before
4: the match, Thor meets Korg Taikawa Titi. Did I say his name right? Taika uh, Watiti, an exiled resistance fighter and his friend Meek. His hair is buzzed off as he prepares to fight the champion, though none who have faced him have survived. Thor also discovers that Valkyrie is Asgardian. He asks her to help him escape to save their home, but she's like, nah, bitch, I'm a drink. So Thor enters the arena
0: and the Grandmaster's champion turns out to be Hulk, who has been MIA since Age of Ultron, not that we noticed. And Thor <laughs> attempts to talk him down, but his efforts fail. So he's like, big guy, sense coming that down. That made me laugh so hard. Yeah, I know. I was like, I got confused for a second that I, that I had like made up that they already uh-huh. said that. I was like, wait, we've talked about this. And then I was like, oh yeah, it's like the creepy thing you have to say to him. <laughs> and then he has a vision of Odin which causes his lightning powers to surge even though he's he no longer has Mjolnir. And the <laughs>
4: Grandmaster is spooked by this and ends the fight. Thor wakes up in Hulk's quarters. Hulk can speak a little now, refuses to return to Earth, but a recording of Natasha on the Quinjet that Hulk flew to... Sakar causes yeah. him to transform back into Bruce Banner, who does not know where he uh, where he is or how long he's been hulked out since right, he's totally lost long, control. This is a very long Banner fears uh, that he becomes <laughs> <a> Hulk <Hulk-General>, again, he, <laughs> mm-hmm. <guy>. he <laughs> may not turn back. The Grandmaster orders Valkyrie and Loki to track down uh, Thor and Banner. They talk about how Valkyrie's sister warriors were slaughtered by Hela a millennia ago, and she explains why she's depressed and unwilling to help. I it's loved- kind of a cute thing with Hulk's apartment. <laughs> apartment, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> wherever he
0: lives. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. It was like like a little his enclosure that was kind of decorated to please him I guess it was like yeah. red and white
4: stripes and he like slept in a skull and that was funny to me
0: yeah um kind of cute but yeah. uh you know then Thor has to get out of there
4: so but whatever. I really loved how Mark Ruffalo really grounds Thor when he turns back he's, when he's like so I don't know where I calm. am how yeah. long have I been like this
0: he's like I don't understand. Like yeah. I feel like he's
4: so quiet, and I love that he was like, "I'm on a planet designed to give me anxiety." I thought that was really funny because <laughs> it is like very colorful, and I if I woke up there, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, uh, I thought that was really funny.
0: Yeah, so we'll zip we'll zip through this. Zip, Heimdall zip. appears in a vision to Thor and tells him that he's leading a resistance on Asgard and that Thor needs to go through the largest portal in the Sakkar sky and they break Korg and Meek out so they can begin a slave revolt as a distraction while the newly formed Revengers Thor, Valkyrie, Bruce, and Loki steal the Grandmaster's personal ship
4: on Asgard. Scourge has civilians rounded up uh, to demand the location of the Bifrost sword. They give up Hemendal's location rather than let Hela kill more innocent Asgardians. Hela and Scourge go to the cave where Hemendal and the refugees have been hiding. Wait, this was nice because Hemendal is Idris Elba, right? Yes, I thought yeah. he was dead.
5: Well that's the the thought is that he's a traitor he left we don't know and actually he is uh is truly trying to help everybody like he's yeah. an ally that we don't know he's like that's a part of the twist
0: His I, eyes are so cool They're oh, so beautiful the I love him Yeah So Loki attempts to betray Thor to the Grandmaster, but Thor is one step ahead of him for once and stuns him. After Thor leaves, Korg arrives with his rebellion and they take Loki to Asgard. Thor, Valkyrie, and Bruce arrive first. Thor calls Hela back to the throne room to fight. Bruce and Valkyrie and Heimdall fight Hela's undead army and in front by the enormous Fenris. And they're they're attacked by Fenris, right, right? To help the civilians escape. Bruce transforms into the Hulk to fight Fen- Fenris as Loki a- arrives with the rebels. And that was a kind of a funny moment where mm-hmm. he goes like, like, watch this. And he like flies <laughs> down and just like slaps into the fucking yeah, bridge. Yeah, that made
4: me laugh really hard. I liked that. And I thought he was actually about to be dead. But then yeah. he, he, of course, becomes Hulk. And it's <laughs> um, Hela strikes Thor across the face, cutting his right eye. He has another Which was of-
0: pretty harsh. That she was literally, great. She sliced she his sliced eye out. sliced
4: it. Yeah.
5: But you know what? You need something big like that because... He's an undefeatable character. Like we've seen him yeah. fight so many times. Like we need to see this character get hurt. You can't kill him, obviously. But I thought it was a great way to show that he is vulnerable. Like yeah. truly. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And so does he have an eye patch going forward?
5: Well, you'll see. But oh, yes, I guess for believe. some of it. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, Maybe he'll oh. lightening a new eye.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you'll love. Um, by the way, based on some of the things you've said and characters that you've mentioned so far, you're going to love how he gets an eye.
1: Oh, great. Oh.
4: Do we find out okay. So Hella his uh, girlfriend puts it in. <gasps> from Ooh. Is it sexy?
5: <laughs> it's not sexy. Oh. It's good. It's fun.
4: Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um, so he has another vision of his father. He tells him Asgard's not a place. It's Even you people. guys are getting
5: tired reading this.
4: <laughs> yes. Okay. Um so Skirky. <laughs> um Thor and Loki realize the only way to destroy Hella is by uh, having that big fireman come, so then Sulters reborn, and then he knocks her off a bridge. She's killed, and then Hulk's like me, me fight fire demon. They're like, no, Hulk, no. And then the heroes escape uh, uh, on the bridge. And they go on a ship. The ship. They're <laughs> going to Earth, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. And Which is they, weird because Loki's not supposed to be on Earth, right? They said that
0: they said something about that, but that he Loki's like, is it a good idea? And then. Right when that happens, this isn't like a post or a mid-credit scene. A big ship appears in front of them. And I didn't like, know oh, who that fuck. was.
1: Well,
5: this starts. This is at this moment when you saw this in the theater. This is the uh, the the snowball that is yeah. starting the end game of oh. the two giant, uh, the two like the culmination of the ten years of Marvel, like those two movies that went back to back with each other. Uh, which is oh. uh what well, why am I forgetting the name of them? What are they uh, Infinity War is the first
6: Infinity one? Infinity
5: War, and what's the next one? Endgame. And Endgame. There you go. There it is. So that like this is the first scene of that movie.
4: Of and oh. who is that big old ship?
5: You're gonna figure it out. You're gonna find oh. out. Oh,
4: but you I'm knew in the theaters, you knew who it was? Um, there
5: was an idea. Uh so hmm, I don't know, like. You knew that I thought they say who they're working for, but if they don't, I'll just say it here because why not? Uh, They are they are working for Thanos.
4: Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. We haven't seen Thanos in a minute. Yeah. 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 Which is, like, so wild.
6: So he's just, like, been in the dark, gathering stuff. We're gathering,
5: really working, working, yeah. I think <laughs> and he's in to post-credit
6: figure... scenes so often that if, like, if something's yeah. happening in a oh. post-credit scene, like, mm, it's probably It's gonna him. pay off.
5: And then the second post-credit scene is my favorite post-credit scene. Yeah,
6: yes. and then that's where,
0: like, the ship... Gets you know whatever like fucking Jeff Goldblum comes out and he's like um we tied right everyone still likes me here yeah, yeah. it made me laugh Ugh. so hard he's like can I scat a little bit for you I
5: love I <laughs> love that he like plays a piano in one of his part like when they were bringing him through like the when he's in that chair as they're presenting their entire world like he's kind of like behind like a uh, like it looks like he's DJing or playing the piano it's it's a it's such a great role for him <laughs> it
0: is he's super funny and I like his makeup he has like a blue stripe yeah. on his yes. lip and then and he's I got think blue nail polish. I love yeah. that. And the, yeah, I mean I think one thing if you're someone who's like, should I watch this movie? I would actually say go watch this one if you have you know, if you don't yes. care at all. Because it's really funny. Like describing the plot does not show any of the jokes, but no. that actually are what make it good. The plot like a, I found to be the least important part of I this one. Like agree. I was just like, it's funny and cute.
4: The people yeah. in it are so funny. Um what's her name? Rachel Rachel House, who plays Topaz. Oh, um, so is good. so funny without even trying. I love her so much. Um, she plays what's his name's right hand lady or person, yes.
5: and she, oh, uh, yeah. I believe, is a uh, is a New Zealand actress. Uh, yeah, who that Taika knew, and like just lets her kill in every scene. Like Crush she's is so, so good, so
4: funny. Yeah, it's funny because I also
5: like remembered Valkyrie as being a little sterner, but she's I love. Like, I love Valkyrie's arc in this, and I love, I just, I think that there's some really great characters. Like, again, like, Kate Blanchett is amazing. This is a movie yeah, that also, fantastic. I think, focuses more on female leads without it also being like, hey, hey, look at, like, it just sort of, you know, the story just naturally mm-hmm. just fits that world, which I thought was actually well done. Not, it didn't feel, like, performative. And
0: just a sense. question. It says Matt Damon was uncredited, and it's like, mm-hmm why is that just to not spoil it or something like why would it be uncredited
5: a lot of the times i think that they do that for a couple of reasons one not to spoil it but then also i think if you are pay. in a movie it's about pay right yeah because it's like it's sort of like yeah oh, well you quote. got paid only this much yeah to do a marvel movie it's like well i wasn't oh. actually in that marvel movie like you know it's like the difference between like a favor and it's a loophole yeah it's a little i think that that's part of it that
0: makes sense all right. Well, this movie was not nominated for any major awards, but it did win an NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Supporting Actor for Idris Elba.
2: Oh, yeah,
4: um, I love that. I love my Idris. It did well among
0: critics, holding a 93% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And Richard Roper of the Chicago Sun-Times gave it 3.5 stars out of 4, calling the performances of the ensemble cast Outstanding and YTD's direction Goofy and Campy and Marvelously Self-Referential.
4: The film earned $650.1 million globally, surpassing the total grosses for the first two Thor movies by the end of its third weekend. Yeah, I, I, I buy that.
0: I buy it too. Um, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with a little bit of trivia.
3: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. My social battery right now, where would I put it? Ooh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking to connect with friends. I'm also looking to retreat a little bit and be by myself. It's hard to know exactly what you need at any given time. And it can be so easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up so much. After the winter, the spring is here. Well, what's the right amount of socializing for you and how do you recharge? Maybe you thrive around people. Maybe you need more alone time. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. I started therapy when I was about 30 and it was so, so helpful for me for learning about myself, learning about boundaries, learning about my relationships with other people and how to deal with other people. <laughs> There's so many things you can benefit from therapy. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give Better Help a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com newcomers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, newcomers.
2: headgum it's easy to set up it's loved by everybody including oprah including your aunt Mm -hmm. so do check them out that's a-u-r-a frames.com use code headgum at checkout to save damn right and terms and conditions apply of course of course thanks again to aura and we're back uh director
0: taiko att his name is very fun to say (laughs) it (laughs) is
4: fun (laughs)
0: He said in an interview with MTV News, I would say we improvised probably 80% of the film or ad-libbed and threw in stuff. Now that's cool.
4: That is very cool.
0: Wow, it's the first movie he directed that's not also written by him. Oh. That is crazy. So they were improvising. Like, there's like a joke. Like at the end when he's holding Meek or whatever, and, there, yeah. and he's like, "He died, but I didn't want to leave him, and, and I felt he's bad." Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Oh, he's alive!" That made me laugh so hard. It was really good. I'm like, that does feel improvised. Mm-hmm. And then I,
5: I think that that's like the benefit of having like a really strong plot because then it doesn't make a difference. Like you know where we know emotionally what we have to do. We have to go like. I mean, the movie is really simple. It's like Thor comes back from an adventure. The home world is taken over by his brother. They go to find his father. He gets sucked to this planet. He's got a battle to get off of. it. He comes back. The planet's in disrepair. And they have to defeat the bad guy, right? Yeah. Like that, like that, like mm-hmm. that's. It's a very simple plot. So even though we we spent about twenty minutes, like down <laughs> the actual story, but the but like roasted. so so. But then you <laughs> allow you allow all these jokes to go in there, and it like I think it makes the movie feel so much lighter. This mm-hmm. I think Thor has felt so heavy, and like, and it's like oh because of space, and it's this you know we're trying to create gods and warriors, and they feel not like that. Like, and I think that mm-hmm. that like, as a reader of the comics. Like, Jason Aaron wrote Thor for Marvel Comics, and he brought that—he also has that energy where it's like, this should be fun. It shouldn't be, like, homework. We're not really, yeah. like—you know, I think that, like, Game of Thrones, out that that needed more jokes, but sometimes you can take <laughs> yourself so seriously that you're like, okay, you know, just, like, it. it's, you know, we want to have fun. Eat the popcorn. Have a good yeah, time. Yeah,
4: for sure. Um, Here is more trivia uh, Thompson pitched to Watiti to make Valkyrie bisexual based on an illustration in the comic books mm-hmm. that shows her kissing anthropologist uh Annabelle Riggs. She convinced Watiti to shoot a glimpse of a woman walking out of Valkyrie's bedroom in one scene. He kept it in the film for as long as he could. Eventually, the bit had to be cut because it distracted from the scenes of vital exposition. That's, I uh, got dumb. that she was bisexual from the battle where she was like holding focus with a woman.
0: Oh, I don't know if I caught that, but I feel like. It would have been like, would it have distracted me that much to have someone walk out of her bedroom? I don't think so. I think I would have just been like, I I'm think more we would interested have been like this. What were they <laughs> yeah.
4: doing in that bedroom? And what happened over what there? Like, kisses happening? Do you feel like it's that
5: cheat? Because I think Marvel has gotten a lot of slammed, like, has been slammed for like alluding to character sexuality without ever actually embracing it, right? So yeah. it is someone leaving a room, it is someone saying, like, in, um, In Infinity War, like, or in Endgame, like, I'm gay. Like, it's, but it's not, like, it's not often until, like, I think the Eternals, it's really, like, put on display. It's kind of just, like, in the background a little bit. Who's gay in Endgame? Well, I mean, the whole crazy thing about that is, (laughs) they make a big thing. Like, we're introducing the first truly gay character in the Marvel Universe. And it's just a character, I believe, played by Joe Russo In the uh, therapy scene, uh, like they're in a group therapy scene and he's just a side character. He's like, I'm gay. Like it's just wow. you know it's, it's, it's like it's, wow
0: it's, yeah yay, yeah they really a very, yeah. have representation like it's just yeah some guy like I'm
5: gay well now I also <laughs> don't know if that's like that if that's like Disney going like we're gonna promote this and like the Russo brothers are like we this is not what we tried to do here we just tried to make it normal <laughs> but it because they put so much energy on it they it it felt like odd it was like yeah. oh that's what you're talking about okay yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Also, wait, when is Stan Lee in this? I remember his moment. He cuts his hair. So uh, what I thought was really funny seeing him was that he, his character has a wedding ring on.
4: But oh, he's nice. like
0: in this other world or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, uh, they also use gold wedding bands. I was just like, well, they woke his? him up
4: and they're like, film your scene. He's
0: like, oh, <laughs> Oh my God! Well, this is about the song. So Led Zeppelin's "Immigrant Song" appears in both the film and the trailer, and the lyrics specifically mention Norse mythology and the hammer of the gods. It's use it's use in the film is a big deal because Led Zeppelin rarely licenses out their music, and had used the song in his sizzle reel for the project, which which left a big impression on Kevin Feige. But uh, Mark Mothersbaugh had asked Led Zeppelin for permission to re-record the song with a one hundred piece orchestra for the movie, which the band flatly refused. Okay. Oh wow. First of all, I will say I appreciate it more that it was used twice considering how what a big deal that is. And secondly, I wish that he had been able to use an orchestra. That would have been so cool. Me too. That yeah. would, have
5: been, would have answered your question because I think that that second battle scene would have been epic.
4: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, during the world premiere, Mark Ruffalo was live streaming from his Instagram <laughs> and forgot to end it, so he accidentally filmed the first 10 minutes of the movie. In his wow. pocket.
5: So it was in his pocket, during the premiere and people could hear the first 10 minutes so you couldn't see it's anything pretty funny. but it was like live streaming the movie
0: but see I don't know if that's better or worse than like what if you like went to the bathroom and was like pooping like it's like that's kind of right. like I'd rather spoil the movie and like get in trouble than like have done something really embarrassing or just
5: be like oh my god I fucking hate Taika you know, yeah. Whatever is, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah it's crazy this, this movie is like legitimately fun and it goes by so quick. And I think also the thing that I love about this, and James Gunn did this as well, like, it's colorful. Like, this movie mm-hmm. is, it, it pops in a way. Like, it it makes it makes you enjoy the other worlds. Like, there we got a fire planet. Then we're on the uh, Sakaar. Like, everything in Sakar is, like, that retro Disney future where it's, like, it looks timeless, but it's also, like, it's a little bit 60s, but it's also futuristic. I just love, it goes down to even Jeff Goldblum's, you know, uh, blue lip like it just yeah things don't look dark and dire and i think that's the thing that oftentimes when you get into these big superhero movies like to make it serious things look so muted and uh and that's not a marvel problem but that's more of a, just like a dc a dc yeah
4: mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> um did we read the last bit that hella she was character. the first
0: female main villain in a marvel cinematic universe movie Breaking Um, that glass ceiling. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. For us as women. Um, Was it okay? Our segment is Chris in this. Is it Chris in this film? A big Chris is in this film. It's Chris Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Paul, is there another Chris, Christine, or Kristen that you wish was in this film?
5: Ooh, you know, maybe uh, I would like to see well this Kristen Miladi does she count or that's, uh, but, that's you know that I don't, counts. You know. Yeah, so all right. I would like to have Yeah, I would. I like. I think that she could have played the the Kate Blanchett part potentially. I don't know. I would like to see maybe a Chris Kattan maybe as the executioner. Maybe I would like to see. Yeah, uh, uh, Chrissy Everett, tennis star. Maybe she uh, has some sort of like a a Thor based uh, tennis. Racket, uh, okay. you know, uh, you know, like people like that, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I, I, I'm all, I'm all for Chris Rock in here, maybe, yeah. you know, that could could have been great. Oh, uh, you know all
4: the Chris's, you
5: know, I like to do a lot of different Chris's, you know, and you know Chris's with a, a K, Chris's <laughs> Chris's Chris with a C, I'll go back and forth.
0: I love it. How about? Kim Kardashian's ex, Chris Humphreys.
5: Oh, I love it, and we have yes, we have put him with, in
4: there
5: with Chris Jenner, Chris Jenner, and uh, Chris uh, Jenner. Could you put her in that Kate Blanchett makeup? That's a good costume for her. Oh, on that Halloween. would be good.
4: It'd be
0: sort of like a Maleficent sort yes. of. Yes, yeah, that'd be great. I like um, it. I'm all on board. And then our next segment is a kiss in this. Was there a kiss in this film? Was there a kiss? I don't think there was. I don't think there I don't is. I think it's, so. Yeah. They don't focus enough on sex, to be honest.
5: <laughs> well, I mean, but isn't that a good thing though, too? Because because you're t- complaining about Jane, right? Like that Jane's uh-huh. not back. Like so, instead of just having like Jane be there for a romantic lead, they, this movie is so confident in its story. Like we don't need a romantic lead. No, that's like, we true. We don't that's need true. like we don't need to make Valkyrie like and him have a relationship. Like we, you know, we can we can kind of play within other things. Like I, I actually think the most endearing relationship. Is with uh, is a Krog the the guy he's in prison with, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, like that character in Thor, like they have a really sweet relationship, like, and yeah. I think that and and uh, and uh, the Hulk in him, like, I think there's like a lot of really yeah. good uh, relationships that that show you know good boundaries and and You're right. uh, respect.
0: You're right. I like that. <laughs> well,
4: it's
1: good time boundaries for our segment. And
0: respect. Five and respect. Stack Industries. This is where we read listener reviews. Newcomers Listener Reviews. So we got five stars from Sassy Irish Lassie, and she said, my husband hates it, and I love that. I've been listening since the Star Wars season. My husband, a big Star Wars and Marvel fan, can't stand they don't understand the plot or don't like one of the movies. It's so hilarious to me that it bothers him so much. Five stars. (laughs) So that was actually a way to get your negative review read, was to give us five stars, yet Uh so put in bad stuff. So that was actually interesting. Thank you so much. Very
4: smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this season, in addition to Apple reviews of newcomers, we're also reviewing reviews from Letterboxd and then giving the film a one sentence review ourselves with a star rating. And if you don't know what that is, Letterbox is a social platform where people can write reviews of films. I
5: love it. You I like on there? It feels oh, like I'm you would be on big it. on there. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I don't get into like writing reviews. I just say what I like doing is like tracking the movies that I'm watching, but then also seeing what my friends are watching because then oh. I know that, oh. oh, that's maybe something I should check out.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, oh, do I need a whole new platform to get addicted to? I don't know. <laughs> no, you,
5: you know what? here's the thing you won't get addicted to it because you will only open it up like, oh, I'm, I'm, looking, I, I'm looking for something to watch. And boom, you open it up and mm. you see what your friends are watching. Okay, oh,
4: cool. Okay. Well, this is a letterbox review from Audrey. Audrey? Adri, all right. I can't believe someone dead ass had to sit and animate Hulk's bare ass. We didn't even talk about Hulk's ass, okay? You're right. Hulk's was ass nice. was fantastic. It was Hulk nice. Hulk had a juicy.
0: fantastic big Dust ass squats. Now, yeah. I did get scared thinking about his dick or whatever was happening in the front because oh, I was like
4: I'm very excited.
0: Well, because I thought, are we gonna get some idea of what's going on?
4: You <laughs> well, know, like, I mean,
5: Thor this is the like, problem with <laughs> Hulk, right? This is we. I mean, at the end of the day it's tricky with Hulk because,
4: mm-hmm.
5: you know, it, he's got to have a giant penis. Like, yes. he's got to have a he's giant big. penis. And, and I would, ar- I would argue it would be coming out of those shorts. Yeah, I,
0: know, mean, I would I, argue yeah. the same. Yeah, it was um, really crazy. Uh, I thought I was glad they showed the butt. I thought that was pretty fun. And then he's in a towel, which I also thought was funny. Um, yeah, that made he's me giggle. pretty
4: domesticated, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he seems very chill on this planet. Yeah. Because before Hulk couldn't, he didn't say very much and just Hulk smash. Yeah. But now he's like Hulk feel. <laughs>
0: uh, this is a four star review from Dante. I have been falling for 30 minutes. I thought that oh, was funny yeah. too. That part where the guy was falling when Loki mm, was falling in the sky. Yes, 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 yes. So, Paul, what is your one sentence review you would give this film and star rating while we're at it?
5: Marvel's first superhero comedy. Four stars. Ooh, Lauren.
0: I would say funniest Marvel movie so far. I
4: laughed my little ass off. (laughs) Four stars. I'm going to give it, I think, four and a half, maybe five stars. Ooh, Ooh, fun, bright colors. Ha, 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 tee, hee, hee, good, funny time. We
0: loved this one. Yeah, I'm so I am really liked it.
4: I didn't know what to expect. Well, if you would like to
0: write a review on Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate it. We'll be picking one five-star review to read on the next episode. And also rate us on Spotify and go rate it on Letterboxd for your own fun. You know, we're yeah. not going to read what you wrote, but that's just for you to enjoy. Um, Paul, do you have anything <laughs> you would like to plug?
5: You know, I wanna, I want to take you both down a journey at one point. I know that you have many more of these episodes to do. But I would love to see, if you like this, one of my soft spots in superhero movies, and it's very, uh, it's very controversial, I think, is I love Aquaman, the uh, Jason Momoa movie, oh. because it is like this in its insanity, but it's not as <laughs> funny, but Jason Momoa is quite good. But there's a, at one point, there is an octopus playing drums.
4: Oh, I saw on a plane uh, underwater. and I yeah. about that. Yes, yeah, this and is... there's
5: something like fun and crazy about like this underwater world. No, I don't that's know.
0: amazing. This is another thing people were gonna be shocked by how dumb I am, but I uh, I'm a big uh, I watched all of Entourage and they oh, did yes. a whole thing with Aquaman oh, and, that, yeah. and I thought it was a made up superhero for <laughs> the
2: character wow.
0: to do in the mo- in the show and then when the Aquaman movie came out I was like. Is that from Entourage? Like, I truly was like I understood quickly, but I was surprised that I didn't get that at the beginning. So I love that. Yeah, that's um, so
4: funny. I love that one.
5: Um I will say that uh, <laughs> if people like this kind of conversation, uh, Amy Nicholson and I do a podcast called Unspooled where we talk about good yes. movies, and we're in the middle of our animation, and we actually are going to be talking about Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. It's our first Marvel Ooh. movie which so I've ever done on the show. Really
0: good. I've it's seen really it. It cool. is good.
5: Yes. Oh, it's that's very, great. Very good. Well,
0: everyone should listen to that and all of your other great shows. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for being here. It was great. I fun was thrilled. I oh, love it. thank you. Uh, and I
5: think this is so much. Uh, I know that from me watching it, thank you for giving me such a good one. But also so much more fun than rewatching Lord of the Rings, which I'd liked. But also, <laughs> it, this is what I'm talking about. Let's get some more fun in these. Yeah. Let's enjoy these. These should be like yeah. good watches. I agree. Uh, yeah. Uh oh, thank No you. offense to uh, Lo. G- no, R- full R-
4: offense. Yeah. If I never had to ever see anything <laughs> from Lord of the Rings again, I would die a better person. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: okay, well, we're going to be back next week with Black Panther. So we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good
5: <laughs>
6: as a HeadGum original.